0: Hi. <laughs> mm, sexy voice. Hi, welcome to Review Without a Cause, the podcast where I review movies and or TV shows and I pretend to know what I'm saying and or doing. Sexy voice is back. Um, I don't know where that came from. Welcome back. Hello. Today I'm going to be talking about Sunday Ten. Now, this as I've been so excited to watch this and um I didn't know what to expect of this because it's based on a Jane Austen unfinished novel. So, it was adapted to the screen. I'm going right in. <laughs> uh, I actually have an announcement to do, but I guess I'm waiting to the end now. I'm too excited to stop. Um, so it was developed for the screen um, by Andrew Davis. Now, Andrew Davis is a writer. He's done thousands of adaptations, most of them also come from Jane Austen's works. He has he's the writer for Bridget Jones' Diary, The Bridget Jones The Edge uh, of Reason. He also was a writer for um House of Cards, The War and Peace adaptation from 2016, The Three Musketeers from the movie, you know, then Little Dorrit. So he's all up in that period drama. Written to Bright's Head, Sense and Sensibility, the TV series A Room with a View, the nothing get abby my favorite adaptation of it um all of it you know all of the period dramas adapted from some uh very very old book he has done so i was really excited when i heard that he had chosen to develop sandyton because you know you gotta finish writing it because it wasn't it wasn't finished and apparently the only things that Jane Austen wrote was like the first episode of the show. The show has eight episodes, so one episode is what Jason decided to write. You know, it's fine, I guess. so. It's like when uh, there were a team project, but Jane Austen is like the rest of the people. And then Andrew Davis was like you when you're forced to be partnered up with people who don't do shit. Not that Jane Austen would do that kind of woman. It would be that kind of woman. She would actually do all the work. But anyway, um, it has 7.5 stars on IMDb. And it stars different kind of people. So it stars Crystal Clark. I've seen her in um, another Agatha Christie adaptation. I cannot remember the name of. Then we have Charlotte Spencer. I've never seen her before. She was great in this. Kate Ashfield, Mark Stanley um he was amazing at this as well cried anyway he plays lord babington if you watch the show if you've seen it you're gonna pay attention to that name remember the name kids lord babington i know it looks ridiculous it sounds ridiculous but he's the best ever anyway jack fox theo james you know theo james he played now i don't remember because i wrote i read the books a long time ago but you know divergent the divergent series he plays number four is is he called number four you know the male protagonist theo james he played a role in downtown abbey a while back again as well what else has he been in let's check it out guys let's go deep now because he's kind of like the big star in all this in the whole show i'm sure he was the one who got paid the most (laughs) that's my other way of saying it so he did divergent insurgent allegiant or whatever all those bullshits um zoe golden boy uh, oh, he hasn't had, you know, Downton Abbey, like I mentioned, a passionate woman, blah, 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 blah. so, you know, he's a teenage sensation kind of thing, I'm glad for the role, he was perfect, so he plays kind of like, okay, don't come for me, but he plays kind of like the Mr. Darcy of this, okay, yes, there's that kind of Mr. Darcy figure, it's Jane Austen, please, pay fucking attention, okay, uh, then we have Chris Marshall, And he actually, attention, because you will know him as a horny guy from Love Actually. (laughs) He's the one who wanted to go to America to get laid because American women love the accent. And he plays a role in this. And he is, I barely recognized him. He does such an amazing job. He is not the horny guy. He's the older brother from Theo James in the show. And it doesn't look, you know, it looks like it could be. Annie Reed plays Lady, Lady Denham, Rose Williams is the protagonist, she plays Charlotte Haywood, which is, you know, she's the protagonist, she's a the heroine, and then we have Charlotte Cumbree, blah, 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 I'm not gonna say all the names, because most of the people um, I know because of indie little shows, so there's no point, there's no point in um, saying it, anyway, Rose Williams, is she's the protagonist, and um, she plays Charlotte, and the story is, as it says on IMDb, about Charlotte Haywood, a spirited and impulsive woman me who moves from her r- rural home r- 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 from her rural home to sanditon a fishing village attempting to reinvent itself as a seaside resort now um this adaptation i mean i think it's, been, it's the first time it's ever been adapted i believe i'm not quite sure so um my review my spoiler free review so if you don't want to be spoiled don't be scared you're in safe um you're in a safe place right now um it's the cast is really great they do an amazing job of at the at the show uh did i enjoy it that's a good question listener thank you sexy voices back um no i i really did enjoy the show i found myself screaming at the screen Like, oh my god, oh no, oh jeez. So uh, I'm pretty sure Andrew hates me. You know Andrew, right? He lives next to me. He must hate me right now. Because I am so loud when I watch dramas and I get really involved in them. So I'm like, oh my god, no, what? Jeez. Um, The script, Andrew Davis did an okay job. Um, I'll talk more about it in the spoiler zone. But um, I just... There's so much unnecessary drama because at the end of the day, it's not a Jane Austen novel. It's a TV show. So they put so many storylines and so many, so much drama that wouldn't be included if it were an actual Jane Austen book. And they go to more extreme things that Jane Austen would never write or even talk about. Um, I'll talk about it more in the spoiler zone. But, you know, there's... um, It's more explicit in a way. You know what I mean? You don't see boobies, but... <laughs> that sentence, you do not, you not, you do not see the boobs, the boobies, you do not see the boobies, you do not regard them, but uh, you know where I'm going with this, and there's a, a, kind of like a Game of Thrones hybrid mixed with Jane Austen, which doesn't sound very appealing to my Jane Austen fans out there, I'm sure, but it was, um, it's okay, it, it's really possible, like, it. You're shocked a little, but you keep going. You know, life is tough, but you gotta keep going. You gotta ignore the boobies. You gotta ignore the... Yes, they kiss. Shock. Oh my god. What? They do get a bit sexual up in there. So, it is explicit. I told you guys. I told you. It's not a spoiler. You don't know what I'm talking about. Um, It has kind of a, like a pride and prejudice tone to it. Because like I said, Charlotte is just the heroine. Which is like every Lizzie Bennet or other heroines... Um. Of Jane Austen, and then Theo James, who plays Sydney, which first of all, who chose that fucking name that's ridiculous. How is Sydney in the same? I'm not putting them in the same height it has nothing to do, but Sidney Parker has not the same tone as Fitzwilliams Darcy, like seriously anyway who like did Jane Austen chose the name of Sydney because that's a shitty name. But anyway, me coming for all the Sydneys out there. I'm so sorry if you're called Sydney, change your name. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a beautiful name. Um They the script was beautiful though. There were some scenes that it was so beautiful written, like so beautifully written about love and about compromise and trust and blah 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 blah. You know. It's it's a bit more dramatic than other Jane Austen novels, but it's still very much for the people, for the romantics out there. Um, the landscape is beautiful, obviously, because the town is really important. That's the whole fucking point of the show, isn't it? Jesus, I'm not focused at all. The town is, it's about the town. Uh, the town Sandy John is beautiful, it's next to the sea, which makes me think really, because I live in the UK. I've seen the weather, guys. I don't know what you guys are doing over there. But um I don't think you're sunbathing just like that in your bikini. Um, but people do go to the beach at this in the show um i did enjoy it i give it a seven out of ten stars they say they're gonna develop another uh season because people you know the end it ended kind of like a "Mm," you know i'm not gonna say anymore but it's been a roller coaster of emotions the last episodes like really they some people were like in the kitchen meeting up and whatever and i was like i cannot go i have to finish the show and when i finished the last episode i came down and started ranting to them and I live with mostly boys. so It's like a frat house up in here. I've said it before. Help me. Get me out of here. But also, they were like trying to listen to me. <laughs> and trying to uh, hear my complaints and stuff. And they were like, i got to review this. I was like, I have to fucking do it now. I have to tell the world what I think. Uh, that's what my generation has been doing for many years. Um, but yeah, it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, oh my god, no. And yelling and gasping. Um, because, I mean, it's a... It's an unfinished job, work, that has never been adapted, or at least I have never seen an adaptation of it. So I didn't know how it was going to end, which is really rare for um, Jane Austen novels, because everybody... Well, not everybody, but, you know, you know Jane Austen, you know the books, you know how they end, kind of. You know the characters, you know, blah, blah, blah. At least I did, or I do, because my mom put so many on when I was a little girl and just let me watch them, which... I mean, I'm sure I didn't get it, but, you know, I still... She spoiled basically. She spoiled the Jane Austen experience for me, but it's fine. I got it in this time, and I must say it was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, why don't we go to the um, what's that called? To the spoiler. What's that called that I created that I um to the spoiler zone because I have many things that I want to talk about that I have trouble with. You know, at the end of the day, I said seven stars, didn't I, out of ten? So I do have some troubles with it. I have some problems. Indeed, I do. So, don't be scared. It's a good show. If you're a romantic Jane Austen fan, but you want a little bit of an edge of, like, boobs, like I said, you do rig out the boobies, then go ahead and go for it because you're going to definitely enjoy it. If you're more of a purist show... uh, Show. If you're more of a purist fan of Jane Austen, you're like, I don't want it. I want the typical... That's how exactly they sound. That was a really accurate presentation of their voice. Then... Don't watch it, because you're going to get upset. You know what I mean? Just trust me on this one, okay? The other time... Story time, apparently. The other day, I was in the pub, and they were playing Sanditon. On the, because they played every Sunday. Or they used to. Now it's done. But they used to air it every Sunday. And I was in the pub with my mates. With my frat party. With my frat guys. And I had to sit... I was going to sit facing the TV, and I was like, I don't want to be spoiled. So I had to change my seat that's how that's how engaged I was in the idea that's how committed thank you that's the word I was looking for that's how committed I was in uh reviewing this for you guys you should thank me (laughs) okay uh, I'm gonna go (laughs) gonna go to a spoiler zone so I can talk freely and um I hope I see you guys there because to be honest I mean yeah there's a few things that you might not want to be spoiled about uh but yeah. So I'll see you there. And go ahead and watch it. I recommend it. It's a 7 out of 10. What the actual fuck? Hi. Welcome to Weibo that calls. We already did that. Welcome to the spoiler zone. No. yes. It's electric guitar cuz it's gonna get roasty up in here no it's not this reminds me of like the post-mortem uh from best fit and soft uh anyway sandyton what the actual fuck who gave you the right andrew davis come f- f- come fucking fight me right now yes i'm talking about the end of the show like i said this is zone. get out now um they don't end up fucking together. Are you fucking kidding me? How many times are you gonna make me suffer? How many, like seriously, it's a Jane Austen novel. How fucking difficult is it to have a happy ending, Andrew? I'm not talking about Andrew, my roommate. Oh my God, I should really call it something else. The poor, I mean, it's Andrew Davis with that I'm talking about, not about my roommate. My roommate did not develop the show, Sandy 10. Please quote me on that, thank you very much. How can he do this to me? Like, does he not care about the feelings of the audience at all? It gives such a bad taste to your mouth. When has Jane Austen ever had a sad ending? All this drama also. Like, where are these titties all coming from? Where are the people making out? And giving, like, handjobs in the middle of the woods? Jane Austen would be appalled by the nonsense. How, like, having sex on the floor. And I'm sorry, excuse me. What is that incestuous affair? What is even happening? Why are so many shirtless men... Like, I'm I am so confused. I'm so confused. Of how the degree of intensity up in this bitch. What the... It was like Jane Austen on crack or Jane Austen on mushrooms. It was like the... If you had put... uh, You've taken a picture, you cute selfie, whatever. And then you turn the saturation up. And then you use filters and you do blah. That's how it felt like. Like the Jane Austen experience. But you put the saturation. You pump it up. You pump it up. Pump it. Pump it up. The saturation. And then it's like, I don't know. My God. um, I must say, the conversations between Mr. Babington and Esther were beautiful. Because he was like, I love you. doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter what happened. I trust you. I want to spend the rest of my life. Like, seriously, that proposal, the two proposals he, ha- he had, actually. You got to keep trying. No, no means no, actually. But it doesn't matter. That's another topic. Um, See, if anybody wants to propose to their significant other, to their cat, to their... I don't know... Take notes, because they talked about love and commitment and marriage in such a beautiful light. Not in the scenes where they're like, oh, you gotta marry a rich man because you have no fortune. No, I don't mean about those scenes. But also, true. (laughs) No, I'm talking about the ones where he's like, I'm committed to you. I want to make you happy. And she's like, I don't understand why you love me. Anyway, oh my God, I felt that so to my core. I did cry watching those scenes. Mr. Babington, fucking gentleman. We don't appreciate... Do you hear this? Do you guys hear this? There's someone singing an opera, like singing opera style. Outside my house. I promise you, I'm not crazy. The drugs are kicking in. Wait a moment. Do you guys hear that? If you don't hear that, my God, I wish you could. Someone i don't see where he's coming from this is exciting guys london to the purest form anyway back to this tv show thank you sir for letting me include your voice in this anyway uh yeah seriously the the dialogue was beautiful the way they talk about love is something else um and gentlemen, thank you. That's what I was talking about. Oh my god, the gentleman. There's so many gentlemen in the show. There are also some assholes, but there's assholes since the beginning of time. Fuck boys have been around for the beginning of time, since the beginning of time. Um, but the the fact that there was some incest and some like out sex out of marriage and all that, like, I understand they have to pump it up. Cause I mean, if you're, they're turning blah, 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 blah. if they're turning it into a TV show, and you want people to watch, I guess they must be thinking, "Oh, audiences want some more drama. Audiences want to regard the boobies." <laughs> I have to stop saying that. Uh, but they really don't have to, because I think the people who watch Jane Austen have want to see those traditional values, kind of, you know, reflected or kind of like the hint of it. You don't have to show it. You don't have to show us how after getting married... Oh, that was like kind of a nice scene, but okay. You don't have to show one woman giving a man a handjob because she she didn't want to get raped or she didn't want to get seduced or something. Um, It was just something else. <laughs> you must be thinking... If you haven't seen it and you don't mind being spoiled, you must be thinking, what the hell is she talking about? Um. Also, the protagonist is just every protagonist ever written on young adult novels because she never makes a mistake not many not many and she apparently so she leaves her house her little cottage with her very a lot of brothers and sisters and she goes to Sanditon back in the day you could just go with people apparently they trusted you so much and they paid for your food and your um stay anyway it's always been like that in Jane Austen novels that's nothing that's okay but um she never goes home she is there for an entire season she says so I must think All that shit that went down happened like between three months and four and she never mentions her family ever like she doesn't go home once between that time she doesn't mention that she misses her family and she i mean to be honest with theo james's beautiful damn beautiful face and beautiful oh my god who cares like if he's there you'll be fine also, can we talk about that? Seriously? Okay. Listen. When the Pride and Prejudice adaptation of 1995 came out and they showed I think actually that this guy adapted that one too. Oh my god, let me check it. Let me check it out. Oh my god, maybe he has like a he has like a weakness for Jane Austen men coming out of the water or some Let me say Let me see. Um it's just taking some time, okay, I am but a woman, if you want, I was right, I was right, he was also a writer in the Pride and Prejudice miniseries in 1995, so he did actually, I assume, include the scene of Colin Firth coming out of the lake with his shirt, like, drip, like, very wet and showing his pecs and, oh my god, oh. I'm sorry, I need a moment, <clears throat> anyway so he was the one who included that one as well so i guess as years pass by he's one of those people that needs to take clothes off of the characters because in this adaptation of sanditon theo james is bare naked you see his bootay you almost kind of see his penis but to be honest coming out of cold water i don't expect them to show us uh, the penis in such a condition (laughs) you gotta let it go back to room temperature if you want to show it it's kind of a it would be playing it dirty to poor Thea James. Because he wouldn't... I mean, I'm sure they would use a double. But I don't know why I'm discussing the size of the penis. And um, keeping in mind the temperature of the water. But uh, we're not talking about this. I refuse to. But like I said, he's adapt- adapted so many period dramas before. And he's always included these sexy kind of scenes. Which is fine. But this time it was a bit too much. And this... Like, Charlotte just sees Theo James bare-ass naked. She sees, his, she sees his penis. She sees everything. Like, well, the audience almost sees everything. He, we see his butt. We see his perfect statue. Oh, my God. That's something else, all right? <laughs> I'm getting frisky up in here. Um, but, yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And they see each other the next day and it's all fine. Um, I don't know what to say about that. It's a, that was a bit too much. Like, he could... Would he really... Just swim by himself. It just felt like it was like... Sandy chan was written and then Andrew Davis was like, I'm gonna write fanfiction. And that's what he did. He wrote naked men just taking baths. And then sibling relationships. And then people having sex on the floor. Like some smut. Some very explicit smut fanfiction. I'm not complaining. It's just if you don't like those things, you're gonna be really, um, you know... Slow burn for the gods by the way. It took them forever to get together. There is so much bullshit happening. Obviously it's just like Pride and Prejudice because they take the first they hate each other, they don't like each other. He's just being so rude, but he's also everybody says how kind he is somehow. Well, in Pride and Prejudice they don't make that case for Mr. Darcy. But in this show they're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's actually very nice, but he's kind of an asshole some parts." Like Mr. Darcy is like an anxious man who hates social situations and sometimes acts in a bad way because you know he doesn't read people very well he's not very empathetic anyway um but in this to in this case the guy sydney shitty name for a male character um he just he's just an asshole he is confident enough he's known for being confident he's known for being a socialite and being social at parties and having the best connections so why the fuck is he being an asshole he doesn't have anxiety to blame it to, so he's just a bit more. At the beginning, he was more unlikable, and his face, like Theo James, is handsome at all. But um, his face is not that interesting. It's just very classic beauty, I guess. And uh, Leo Sata plays a role as well. He plays. There's like a. Obviously, they add a romantic triangle. Ugh, everyone, every one of the cliches, seriously. But yeah, they add a romantic. Try and go with um, another character. And that guy is actually quite handsome. Leo Sata. And some people actually want Charlotte to end up with this character. And not with Sydney. Because, you know. This Leo. Leo. <laughs> this Leo. Plays something else. Let's see what he has done. He's played um in the show Victoria. Which I used to watch. Um, He's been in Malefic. He's been in... Maleficent, but he's been uncredited, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound nice Uh he's also played in Beacham House this year also a TV series he's gonna be in the TV show Intelligence and the Liberator and he's gonna be in Gateway 6, which is still in pre-production I don't know what that means, but I mean he's doing okay in the world, he's really doing okay um, he is really handsome. So, they're both of the guys are, are really handsome. But Jane Austen times, you know, they're all really handsome other than older people. All the young people are just handsome. So, you you got to try real hard in Sanditon to catch anybody's attention because everybody's a fucking supermodel. <laughs> um anyway, I think uh that's all I had to say, really. After yelling and being so confused all the time and me not believing what I'm seeing and them not getting together at the end and I cried and he's like oh no I gotta marry this rich woman to have money to save fucking Sanditon when I'm sorry should I mention this when the best friend of the protagonist is really really fucking rich and she has the money to help them and like and it doesn't matter anyway there has to be a second season because it makes no sense that that guy has to marry that disagreeable young woman by the way Played by his actual wife. So Theo James's character. I'm sure If you've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. Sydney has to marry. Or oh, sh- he decides to marry a very rich lady. In order to pay the debts. That Sanditon has to pay at the end. Because they didn't fucking get insurance. <clears throat> um, th- this was all. Sanditon just an ad for insurance companies. Um, but he has to get married to a girl that he once loved. But doesn't love anymore. And... The actress who plays that girl is actually Theo James's real life wife. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that isn't that something? Isn't that something? Um, yeah, she her name is Ruth Kearney, and she plays. Um, what's the sorry, Eliza Campion. Eliza, damn it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, she's the actual wife of Theo James. I don't like her face. But I guess that's a point, right? Because she's not the nice girl. She's the one that wants to steal Sydney from Charlotte. So we gotta hate her. And she does a great job at this. Anyway, that's all. And that's all. I have nothing else to say about this. It's been a roller coaster and it's time to heal. Um, I've been watching Modern Love. I watched one episode, the beginning. The one is like, when your doorman is your main man or something and I cried like a fucking bitch must say um I've been really emotional lately but you know it's okay and I'm watching the second one now it's amazing I cannot wait to watch more episodes it's great I love seeing New York because usually you get New York like that maybe in like some tv shows uh and then in like shitty romantic comedies from the uh, 90s and early 2000s so it's nice to see New York like that the little places I've been there twice. It's really dirty, but, you know, I live in London now, so... (laughs) I'm used to it. Um, The announcement, guys. Jesus, thank you for reminding me. The, the, The announcement is that I have a Patreon page. Why? Let me tell you. I don't expect anything from anybody. I do not... I will not advertise this really, like, crazy. I do not... Like, this money... I can survive by myself. I'm not, like i don't i'm not gonna be like oh my god i'm hungry i need money jesus there are people who need it don't give it to me just give it to someone who actually needs the money for actual essential things but i created the patreon page for i don't know for being able to um maybe be able if people wanna uh to improve the experience for you guys because i don't have a theme song i'd like to get a theme song and maybe in like um i don't know, like a cool one you know and maybe a better mic. That would be cool. So you can hear my sexy voice. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. Uh, you know, in all its glory, you know. I would love to pump up the production process a little bit more. Um, you know, that would be great. I don't know. I thought that would be nice. So if you want to go to my Patreon page, just I think the way you find it is patreon.com slash without a cause. You know it. I know it. We all know it. I think that's the way you're gonna find me. But like I say, I'm always really bad at this um, um, at this grown up contact thing at the end of the show. Um, so it's Patreon.com/slash/reveal without a cost. And if you wanna find me on Instagram, I'm also there. Isn't that crazy? I'm there at my personal account, at sarcastic dimples, and in the professional. Professional. And if you wanna write me, you know, in this uh. Page for uh, the podcast, you can write me at review without a podcast. If you want to just write me, like at sarcastic dimples, that's me, that's me, the host. Hello. Uh, but if you want to just write the show for some reason, um, you can go it at review without a podcast. And then if you want to write me an email, so many options, guys, you can write me at review without a cause at gmail.com. Review without a cause at gmail.com. So Patreon, you know what I mean? Review without a cause, like Patreon slash review without a cause. You got me you got me, me me information for uh instagram and then you got my email um reveal without a cost @gmail.com jesus anyway great cool so many so much information like i said if you want to give money to people in need do so do not give it to me if you think this is just going to save my day uh don't it's not like it, obviously for my project and for my creative freedom and for me to get more resources and be able to express myself and get a better experience for you guys yes 100 percent welcome i'm so glad anything is good but if you want to do something and help the world don't go to me i'm not that important okay just um <laughs> yeah just go to some online charity website there's many of them many people are in need so don't put me at the same level at them it's very different endeavors, believe me. Uh, but yeah, you get it. I think you get it. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out Sanditon, dude. Uh, ITV's Sanditon. Is it ITV's? Did I just fuck it up? No, I'm sure it's on ITV. It was weird. It was air on ITV. I didn't fuck it up at the end of the episode. Jesus, can you imagine? Um, So have a beautiful day. Take a walk today. Like Charlotte does all the fucking time. Um, Take a walk today. Walk around. Try to spot some... Naked Theo James coming out of the water with his booty. It's gorgeous. If that's one if you need one reason to watch Sunday 10, that is it. That scene right there, when he comes out of the water, and he's totally soaked and he's like naked, bare naked, ladies, or boys, or whatever you identify as, bare naked. <laughs> you see the booty, you know what I mean? You regard you do not regard the titties like I said. You do not regard the boobies, but you see some some booty from Theo James. So <laughs> I think it's a win situation. <laughs> anyway, um, have a good day. Have a good week. Uh, so you'll listen to me on Thursday. Okay, bye.